following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this hour, Chris Ballas from thewolverine.com with an update on the latest connecting Michigan to the Big Ten. According to college football reporters, Michigan has supplied their response Big Ten may not act if they act at all until tomorrow, possibly Friday. Reports have Michigan lining up Bulldog attorneys. You have a former Big 12 commissioner, Stephen Hatchell, weighing in on the Big Ten versus Michigan. If this were happening in February or March relative to football, there wouldn't be the push. You just can't have a rush to judgment. Even Robert Griffin III, who you see and hear on college football broadcasts, Michigan should not be punished or banned from the college football playoff until the full investigation is complete and what they are found guilty of or guilty of warrants it. It's innocent until proven guilty. Stop trying to punish the players without verifying all the facts. Amen. Clayton Safey shared some comments from Dan Witzel, who's one of the bigger national columnists when it comes to college sports. How could anyone be the commissioner of a major conference and take this and say that? What did he say? A Big Ten administrator said that Tony Petiti told Michigan this is the worst scandal in Big Ten history, not including game-fixing, which it's clearly not. That's Pat Forty. Dan Wetzel, let me ask you something. Just how in the world could somebody think that? And it goes back to Wetzel. How could anyone be the commissioner of a major conference and take this and say that? So I guess Tony Petiti is saying... Without any investigation, without any facts being presented to him, without any connection of Harbaugh to Connor Stallions, he's calling it the worst thing ever. This is poor leadership. This is a guy new on the job who thinks he has the backing of, in which it seems that way, 
every other coach outside of Harbaugh in football, and every AD outside of Ward Manual. So Michigan's lining up the big dogs, the bulldogs, the lawyers. And if you're the Big Ten, as I've, I've said all week long, if you're going to line up and go after Harbaugh without due process, without any investigation, and you're going to use the sportsmanship side of this, your powers that can't be appealed per Big Ten bylaws, you're setting yourself up for a lawsuit from Harbaugh, University of Michigan. You're Tony Petiti, and you're standing your ground on what? Because if we're going to get into sportsmanship, it's been published, and the facts have been presented, connected to that spreadsheet with Ohio State, Rutgers, and Purdue prior to the Big Ten championship game last year. So I think that easily falls under your sportsmanship magic wand, Tony Petiti, as commissioner of the Big Ten. I've said it every day this week. The minute they asked Jim Harbaugh last week to not be a part of that conversation so the rest of the coaches could talk freely, Tony Petiti empowered the coaches to have power, the ADs to have power. And now he's walked it out on the plank and he's going to keep walking. Unless with the power of Michigan, with the facts that are there, with other schools that should be punished under his sportsmanship, Big Ten bylaw, that Tony Petiti will do the right thing tomorrow and say until the investigation has concluded by the NCAA, the Big Ten will not be instituting any punishment to Michigan or other member schools based on what seems to be questionable sportsmanship. I will deal with those issues when the NCAA investigation is complete. Because the irony here of Bill Self getting a lifetime contract at Kansas when Self and the program were busted on FBI wiretapes, that investigation took six years. Six years. Oh, yeah, I included LSU, Arizona basketball, FBI. Yeah, six years. Same Bill Self that, at least according to reports, was the higher bidder for Hunter Dickinson to leave Michigan and get a sweeter NIL deal at Kansas. Oh, yeah, NIL's legal, you'll say. Not pay to play, name, image, and likeness use. And I'm waiting to see anything connected to Hunter Dickinson on his name, image, and likeness that would warrant reportedly upwards of $400,000 to play there. But we're going to continue down this Harbaugh road on a cheeseburger on COVID-19 conversation. And we're going to roll it into no due process. And because the other coaches, which, by the way, three of the programs have been singled out as not following sportsmanship bylaws, that you're the Big Ten and you're still leaking to Pete Thamel and your puppy lapdogs, National College football insiders, that that has nothing to do with what we're looking at with Harbaugh. 
Well, you're not looking at hardball about sign stealing. You're not looking at hardball about illegal scouting. You're not looking at hardball on a lack of control over Connor Stallions if everything alleged with Connor is true. It has nothing to do with Connor Stallions and his HOA fight where a Michigan State fan was blamed. Or Blake Corum, who now has to hire an attorney because Connor Stallions signed up an LLC in Montana and included Corum's name. Not his signature, but his name. So now was Connor Stallions using the name of players to lock up business partners. The story will not end. But what's at hand right now is the Big Ten sending a notice to Michigan about wanting punishment for Jim Harbaugh. And since that notice was sent, three other schools have been identified. Purdue, Ohio State, and Rutgers. If sportsmanship is going to be questioned when there's no link yet from Harbaugh to Connor Stallions, no reported or published link, but there is a published Sports Illustrated story Lincoln, Purdue, Rutgers, and Ohio State, and you're going to drop the hammer on Harbaugh, Mr. Petiti, Big Ten Commissioner, and look the other way? Because I would think collusion of two schools trying to help Jeff Brom, which, by the way, it would be nice if someone would go to Jeff Brom at Louisville about this, and try and help him beat Michigan. Because Ryan Day didn't want the Wolverines to get another title. And by Michigan losing, maybe at the time it would help him with the college football playoff, which Ohio State didn't need the help. The only help they needed was a kicker not named Sam Shank. If you, Mr. Petiti, are going to define sportsmanship by going after a coach who has not been connected to any wrongdoing, but you have the facts in a Sports Illustrated published story verified by multiple sources with two different writers, the only facts published, and you're going to look the other way? Good luck, because Jim Harbaugh's lawyers, let alone University of Michigan lawyers, could bankrupt the Big Ten with the money they'll go after. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, our Michigan insider, We talked yesterday. I get done with the show. I'm going to take a deep breath, Chris. And then little do we know, here comes the Connor Stallions HOA story and then the Connor Stallions business deal dealings with Blake Corm's name on it. Corm said he just heard about it at practice or after practice yesterday. Uh, We get the Big Ten still uh, marching towards punishment on Harbaugh uh, today, at least from reports, don't expect anything until tomorrow, if not Friday, if they do anything. What's the latest you're hearing? Yeah, no progress today. Um, the whole Blake Corum, Connor Stallions thing is a non-starter, Bill. It's, uh, they weren't in business together. Nothing happened there. And it's people looking for stories and if they can just throw names out there and get clicks. 
then that's what they're going to do. It's irresponsible and it's ridiculous. So now they're going to drag this kid through the mud, um, who's one of the probably the, one of the more upstanding people I've ever covered at Michigan and Blake Corum. So it's it's absolutely ridiculous. So uh, yes, we are told, and we were told by our sources yesterday after I got off the phone with you that uh, Wednesday late at the earliest, and uh, probably Thursday. So uh, which we wrote last night and. Michigan is locked and loaded and ready to respond. Uh, we were told, we reported a couple of days ago that Michigan was ready to hire some of the biggest legal guns in the in the country to, to fight for them and do investigative reporting and everything else and, and do their investigating for them on, A, who might have gotten to got investigated them in the first place and who might be stealing their signs. And uh, like I said, it's opened a can of worms. They've gone to Williams and Connolly, a big firm out of Washington, D.C., and approached them. And uh, immediately after that, you saw a lot of people start backtracking about, man, do we really want to do this? I saw the former commissioner of the Big 12 saying, you know, maybe a due process is a good thing. And, and he's the head of the National Football Foundation, too, because, you know, you look at TCU, uh, apparently got their Michigan science last year from Ohio State. And now, as Dan Wetzel noted at Yahoo, you know, what's the distinction between having guys at games giving you signals down the road and what Connor Stallion said he did, he said, wouldn't you rather have the sheet of plays in front of you rather than having to disseminate, you know, grainy film of, uh, of sidelines? And he said some of the play sheets that Purdue was allegedly using were unbelievably detailed. And he said, that, so you tell me what the distinction is between have illegal insights, uh, on-site scouting there and what Connor Stallions did. He said in a court of law, there isn't any. So uh, Michigan is, seems determined to, to play this thing out in the court. I think not only against the Big Ten, but man, it certainly seems like they're setting up a battle with the NCAA too if it goes that far. And uh, they're, they're not playing around and they want to know uh, exactly how deep these other schools were involved as well in uh, and how hypocritical they might be in stealing their own signs. So, you know, this story is just beginning. Like I said, Bill, it's it's uh, not something I want to cover. It's not something I w- wish I were covering. But, you know, uh, there are going to be a lot more twists and turns here coming up. Uh, by the way, the segment is presented by Montana Vacuums by Connor Stallions. <laughs> What a joke. Who cares Can you believe if he's that? Vacuums, right? you know, you know, yeah. Think about the, it, it almost fits that he's a, a, a nothing against vacuum salesman. I'm not going to stereotype everybody, but the way he's using Coram's name on some official applications or documents, the way he, it, the more Connor Stallions and his backstory comes out, the more you can see that. There's no way Harbaugh knew any of this was going on. No way. Yes, it sure seems like that. And uh, we should have more on the Stallions and Central Michigan story tomorrow. We're putting the finishing touches on. Wait, what's that. going on there, Chris? Can you give me a little sneak peek? <laughs> you're just gonna have to. You're gonna have to read it. But uh, uh, yeah, he was. He was. I not have there. to read it. Uh, he was. I'll send it to you first. But he was not there. Um, he was there for one purpose only, and we'll discuss that tomorrow in, in the article. But um, yeah. Uh, one yeah. purpose only. I can. Can I guess? Can I play the Wolverine dot no, com guess game? Let's not go there. Let's just wait and, and okay. you get, and you can read it. But it's going to be. It, it'll be fascinating, and, and that's not the only angle being pursued here. Uh, there are so many, and so many of our colleagues are working on other stories. Uh, you know about the PI firms and and making trips to empty buildings that were supposed to house investigators, and it's just it's it's cloak and dagger type crap. That uh, again, I told you when this started, this is going to be like a thirty for thirty someday. I really think it could be a movie, maybe an E sixty or whatever, because it's absolutely fascinating. 
fascinating. But uh, I don't think the Big Ten is happy that the that Michigan hired the as hiring these firms, and uh, and to that to that I think Michigan would reply too bad because you've got. Uh, You've got other schools in this conference that are coming after us, and really for one reason only, you know, uh, and that's because they're winning at a high level, and you can just call it cheating or whatever, and, you know, you're on-site scouting, and, you know, it's a rule. Again, to say it's the, the biggest scandal in the history of the Big Ten is one of the most idiotic things I've ever heard, and uh, and they think so too, and so do more national writers now around the country. So I think Tony Petiti kind of caved into the – to the other league coaches, Michigan doesn't like it, and uh, they want due process, and they're going to fight until they get it. Now look at the Matt Rule using it, you know, deflect from the fact that you blew a an, an easy W on your schedule at Michigan State. You're going to bring up, oh, yeah, you know, it's not a bad season outside of the game. We were scouted, really? Yeah, uh, sure, okay, got that. Here's something interesting from uh, Dan Wetzel in his article, which, by the way, his lead-in, said Michigan and Purdue broke the exact same rule. They used advanced scouting to steal a future opponent's signals. Why does the NCAA and Big Ten only care about one of them? And he goes on to say this. Listen to this. Which would you rather have? Raw cell phone footage that still needs to be broken down or highly experienced coaches just handing over their work? Everyone would choose the Purdue option. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And doesn't that sound unscrupulous? You know, you've got, okay, well, we don't want them to win, so we'll steal their signs. Who knows how they stole them? They said, oh, we decoded it. They've got guys saying, oh, we decoded it, you know, instead of stealing it. Michigan doesn't know that. Nobody knows that. But they're going to find out. I can promise you that. And they've got people working on it. How'd they decode it? That. Did they go to stadiums? We don't know. How'd they right, decode it? Right. How, how'd they, how'd they right do that? On. You know what? And, and Wetzel said something else that was the headline on uh, the lead on his Yahoo.com story uh their you know footnotes either everyone's guilty or no one is that's a message to the big 10 and tony petiti tony petiti you 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 come at hardball tomorrow or friday and you you try and wait until friday so they can't get a court injunction and you look like the big bad powerful commissioner you'll be out of a job before the start of next football season. Mark it down. It sure seems like it, right? And if you look at what's going on, at, like we've said at other universities, do they really want investigators sniffing around? Do all these programs want investigators sniffing around their programs? And Because I can tell you that's exactly where we're headed, just like we talked about in the SEC several years ago with Alabama and Auburn and Tennessee. Do you think that if if guys were sniffing around other programs, football factories, that they wouldn't find things that were a hundred times worse than stealing signs and, and having a guy in the stands filming sidelines, like probably 15 fans are for any program on a given Saturday. And yeah, it was wrong for Michigan to do it for counter stallions to organize it a hundred percent. And I've said that he's been fired. Uh, there has been no proven link to Jim Harbaugh. Should he have known about it? Many believe so. Uh, and I think that's a legitimate argument. At the same time, is it a, is it a fireable offense? Is it is it okay to suspend him for the year? Is it the worst scandal in the history of the Big Ten? That's absolutely asinine. People need to slow the roll here and stop the insanity. And the insanity is defined by hypocrisy, as I mentioned in my opening huge yes. opinion, Chris. That on an, on yesterday's headlines, as we're going back and forth on the end of the world with Harbaugh. Kansas gave a lifetime contract to Bill Self. And by the way, Bill Self was only suspended for four games amid an FBI investigation in the college basketball corruption. So Self yep. and his top assistant 
Curious Townsend uh, suspended first four games of the season. Uh, this is a story that rolls back to last year, okay? Uh, and you're thinking for FBI wiretaps and, and a six-year, by the time it was done, a six-year investigation. But this Harbaugh story uh, and everybody at ESPN, because they don't carry the Big Ten anymore, they're talking about he should be banished and suspended indefinitely until the investigation is over. Did the NCAA or Kansas or the Big 12 and maybe even the Pac-12, and I'll even go to the SEC with LSU, all caught on these wiretaps for college basketball corruption, were they suspended indefinitely until the investigation was complete? No, and I don't think they were punished after the fact either, with the exception of Oklahoma State, who took the fall for all of them, and they're pissed. (laughs) So uh, you should talk to some of your sources down in in Oklahoma still about that, Bill, because they're like, how the hell did this happen? Because as they say, you know, if Alabama does something wrong, then you you know damn well tomorrow that Colorado State or Hawaii or somebody's going to get punished. So uh, the whole thing's a sham. And, uh, and again, uh, I am not condoning or excusing. If, if they broke rules, uh, they need to be punished accordingly. And as Doug Karsh, the, the play-by-play voice of Michigan football, says, we just want the same treatment as everybody else, right? Amen. So if they get the same treatment as everybody else, then, hey, the Jim Harbaugh three-game suspension is probably more uh, if you look at the length of the season, uh, more damaging than Bill Self's four-game suspension over the course of a 35-game season, right? So, hey, let's call it even and move on. Yeah, by the way, uh, Kansas was among the schools named in the corruption case with the apparel company Adidas, uh, Arizona, LSU, Louisville, and NC State. But uh, Jim Harbaugh gets the headlines, and everybody at ESPN must have had a memo. where We got a call for the... He banned him. Oh, my God, Pat McAfee. They don't deserve a playoff spot. Oh, my God, Greg Greg Doyle. He's not an ESPN guy, Indy Star columnist. Whatever way the wind's blowing. Oh, J.J. McCarthy, I'm a Heisman voter. We need to punish him. Really? What, what, what has Harbaugh done right now? What has been proven? Don't you think through three weeks of this soap opera and everybody digging, if there was something connecting Harbaugh to Stallions, which Ross Dellinger said the NCAA source told him there's nothing at this time connecting Harbaugh to Stallions. So again, this investigation is not complete. Even what's been alleged towards Connor Stallions hasn't been validated, even though he looks guilty. And yet you're the Big Ten, and because your coaches didn't want Harbaugh on a conference call or the ADs or some presidents are upset, uh, you're going to go after Harbaugh? Unprecedented move? And you're going to use a sportsmanship bylaw, but you're not going to address what was published by Sports Illustrated in regards to Ohio State and Rutgers giving Jeff Brom and Purdue detailed play calling notes, hoping it would help Purdue against Michigan in last year's Big Ten championship game. Where has it been proven with Connor Stallions, Harbaugh, or anybody connected to Michigan football where they have tried to help another Big Ten school beat another school. Yeah, and that seems more unscrupulous to me than anything, right? They, they, they're thinking about a potential playoff spot, Ohio State is, so they're trying to, to help Purdue beat Michigan uh, to help them. Uh, it's absurd, and uh, where's the outrage there, right? If there's anything that – 
cries poor sportsmanship, it would be that, in my opinion, as well. So uh, lots of things to still consider. Uh, and again, as I've said from the very beginning, let's see where the evidence leads and what else comes out. Uh, we can certainly change opinions based on what any more stuff that we get. But uh, all we're asking and all they're asking, I think, is due process. And I don't think that's too much to ask, Bill. Yeah, uh, RG3 said the same thing. Uh, yeah. Due process. I, I shared that tweet, the college football uh, NFL announcer. I, I shared that. That's all. Yeah, I've said it from day one of this. If Harbaugh knew, it's who knew what and when and who did what and when. That, that's really this case in a simple yep. nutshell. And, and because NCAA rules say that Harbaugh will be punished because he's in charge of Connor Stallions, who's on his staff, then yep. Harbaugh will pay the price. Okay, and by the way, even this witch hunt from the Big Ten, the suspension indefinitely, he can't do it. He has, by the Big Ten rules, up to a two-game suspension with no appeal. That's it. So, But what you hear is this indefinite suspension. The college football playoff committee uh, repeated again this week that that they have nothing to do with this, and they're not going to punish Michigan. But people are still out there, Pat McAfee, College, I hope Michigan doesn't allow college game day to come to the big house. That would be the ultimate up yours to ESPN. Yeah, you know, they got to push back, and they are pushing back. And like I wrote in my column today, this is not your father's Michigan. You know, in the past, they'd say, oh, no, this is, you know, we're scandal. We're so sorry. This is scandalous, so on and so forth. And um, it's sensationalist journalism, right? And, and we've seen it all over the place. It's, you know, it's a bad day when you're one of the few – you cover Michigan, right, for the for a site called TheWolverine.com, and you're saying, no, we're not saying everything is good here. We're just saying, let's uh, wait and see all the facts here and look at both sides. And uh, to me, it's it's been shameful how this has been covered, and I think a lot of people would agree with it. Pathetic. I know Dan Wetzel would. And uh, it's been, uh, you know, everybody talks about witch hunt. It's almost like a smear campaign, like a coordinated smear campaign. You start throwing Blake Corum's name into it because you find his name on a document that you have you don't have any idea what it means. Uh, when it when it's on there with Connor Stallions, but you're going to throw his name out there like, "Ooh, this must be nefarious. Let's drag him through the mud." Uh, it's an absolute disgrace. By the way, you mentioned Dan Wetzel, one of the few, him and McMurphy, I think it is, uh, who have been really, you know, not agenda driven in their reporting. This is a comment from uh, Wetzel in his story that I shared at the huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook at Michigan. Connor stallions allegedly ran a smash and grab sign stealing operation. Ohio state Rutgers and Purdue. Meanwhile, were reportedly operating the equivalent of a criminal conspiracy. It was pure white collar stuff. In the end, they both stole or participated in the stealing of the same thing. Information on opponents play signals in an effort to secure an advantage. It's just that one was a ski mask bank robbery. The other was an inside job cleanly wiring the money to the Caribbean. There you go. And the funny part is, and the funny part is, Bill, so if that's what's alleged is true, then Rutgers gave Ohio State Michigan signs and Michigan beat them by 22 points at their place anyway. So not only did they say that they didn't have Michigan signs or, or they didn't have that they changed their signs for Michigan, but it appears like they had Michigan signs, allegedly, and they still got their asses kicked at home. So that's kind of the funniest part of all of this. Oh, that's why listening to Matt Rule in Nebraska, well, we had one game we were scouted, really? Uh, You know, Matt, can you show me me the tickets? Can you show me the photos? 
Can you show me who was there? Can you give me a name? No, you're another sellout coach who's on the hot seat because you got a mediocre program. You got Ryan Walters in over his head at Purdue. That was obvious. Uh, they can wear Apple watches where their coach is in the booth, but you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, you know what? One thing the NCAA could do, and I'm surprised they haven't instituted immediately right now, that they would allow the same equipment used for the NFL that the coaches would be allowed to talk to one offensive player, usually the quarterback, and the defensive signal caller right now. Apple tablets, uh, Microsoft tablets, whatever would be allowed on the sidelines. I think they're going to do it for the college football playoff and bowl games. Why not do it immediately? These teams could get the helmets and be ready to go by Saturday. You could have an emergency yeah. rule added. That There you go. Yeah, and I, I just don't know how if it's uh, feasible, you know, to get all the equipment to everybody and uh, get them to learn how to use it and all that. It seems like an off-season thing to me, but I think it's coming. I don't think there's any question about it because, yeah. as Wetzel also said three weeks ago, nobody gave a damn about any of this. But all of a sudden, because you have uh, some guy who's hurt, got hurt feelings, you know, running a private investigator at Michigan and trying to find out everything about this story, and the biggest thing you find is sign stealing, and now it's the biggest story in college football. So, uh, and again, I, I do think uh, that Connor Stallions, what he did, it is against rules, and and uh, there's no question, if especially if he's on site, but. Uh, let the punishment fit, hit, fit the crime here. And again, uh, we're talking about something that goes on at the beginning of the story. Everybody was talking about it. 85 to 90 percent of the schools. Some just were doing it better than others. And some were doing it a little bit sneakier than others, I guess you would say. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. We'll see where this story takes us this afternoon, tomorrow, Friday. And by the way, Noon Saturday, Michigan at Penn State. Chris, thank you so much. You bet. Thank you, Bill. All right, Chris Ballas, check it in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. You want to join in on our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day. What's going to happen to Harbaugh, if anything does? That's presented by Coppercraft Distillery. You can join us live at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday free fall. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls high school sports MHSAA.com 
TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Save on Thanksgiving with one stop at Meyer. I see freshness. Get a Meyer Grade A frozen turkey, 59 cents per pound, limit one, and stuffing green beans and tasty pies. I smell savings. Plus, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Printed at checkout, redeemed through November 18th. It gives me great joy. <sighs> Deal so good, you gotta celebrate. Get Thanksgiving in one stop and start holiday shopping at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. A busy week. Wow, just flying by. David Gregory, who's an attorney by trade and an NFL PA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. He's based on the west side of the state. He'll join us. A legal perspective on what Michigan's law firm they brought in is setting up to fight the Big Ten. What legally the Big Ten could do. What Harbaugh could do individually in suing the Big Ten. The NCAA legal process. So David Gregory, NFLPA certified sports agent, lawyer by trade with Bull Rush Sports Management. He'll be in studio in about 25 minutes. Superfly, he's a Michigan State fan. He's not as cocky as he was last week about Harbaugh going down. Michigan is set to fight pre-punishment unlike any school I've ever seen. You're the Big Ten. I'll say it a million times. Tony Petiti, you got to hear people out when you're the commissioner. You should have heard the coaches out. You should have heard the ADs out. And then you would have told both sides, look, I'm going to wait until the NCAA investigation comes out, and then I'll act accordingly per the Big Ten bylaws. Instead, he goes on this mission against Harbaugh, and along the way, Sports Illustrated puts out the story that Ohio State and Rutgers, and that would be Ryan Day and Greg Schiano, gave Jeff Brom at Purdue, I'm talking an extensive set of everything Michigan did. 
So you ask yourself, how'd they get that? They being Shiano and Ryan Day at Ohio State. B, you ask yourself, if they knew the signals, Michigan might have scored 150 on them in Columbus. <laughs> and then Greg Schiano in such a classic hypocrite's response said today the head coach of the Rutgers football program, quite frankly, I'm a little bit ticked off that we have to talk about this. When he had no issue talking on the conference call with Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner. Now he's ticked off. As I said, in a poignant way, as I do at times, I posted this screenshot on Twitter and I said, but not ticked on... Ticked off enough to rail Harbaugh on the conference call with the Big Ten. Greg Schiano's a phony. Ryan Day's a phony. Phony baloney. You don't hear that anymore. It's 2023. Oh, we don't want Jim on the conference call. We want to speak freely. First off, you're the Big Ten commissioner. You allowed that to happen. You allowed the mob to be empowered right there. So even it seems the Big Ten and Tony Petiti thought they had the gotcha moment with Jim Harbaugh, but since, since that announcement of punishment forthcoming from the Big Ten, we've heard Ross Dellinger report that the NCAA sources said they cannot connect Harbaugh to anything involving Connor Stallions. That was on Monday. Then we get the Purdue, Ohio State, Rutgers tag team with their coaches on Michigan, which violates the sportsmanship policy even more than what Michigan has alleged to have done, and that would be Connor Stallions, not Michigan. Well, he's on Harbaugh's staff. He had to know. Really? You think he knew he was selling vacuums or taking on the HOA and a Michigan State fan, as was reported last night? Big Ten has no authority to do this. I, I get the vaguely worded sportsmanship could be given to any coach who yells at an official, who gets a T. I really hope the Big Ten is that stupid to try and punish Harbaugh tomorrow or Friday. My guess would be Friday so they could avoid the court injunction and have him sit out where then Petiti looks like, hey, man, I had him sit out. And then on Monday, the Big Ten says that one game was enough until the NCAA investigation is over. Yeah. The hypocrisy. And the seedy, ugly, dark side of Greg Schiano at Rutgers, Ryan Day at Ohio State, and even Jeff Brom at Purdue, who easily could have said, I don't want it. Yeah, Brom left his team hanging, went to Louisville in a hurry. Our Honolulu Blue, which is presented by Coppercraft Distillery, huge question of the day. With all the new news you've heard, do you think the Big Ten will do anything to Harbaugh? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843.
That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. They're Michigan's best med spa. Now they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. How often do you think about your skin health care? Well, Urban U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care, and Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more, or even your kids. Think about that. If your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care, Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Wednesdays are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow the high school football playoffs in all sports 24-7 at MHSAA.TV. I did see Nicole Auerbach tweeted out that 11 members of the Michigan House of Representatives have sent a formal letter to Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti calling for due process and not a rush to judgment. That is from our state capital in East Lansing. I'll read that letter after the top of the hour. You can see it. It's up right now. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. 
on Facebook. Not only can Petiti not do anything now, but I think the guy's done as commissioner. I think the way he's handling this and how bad it is nationally for the Big Ten that they may need to look at the wording in his contract on how he could be removed. That, that's where it's at with Petiti right now. And we're sorry Greg Schiano is ticked off that he has to talk about a report Lincoln Rutgers and Ohio State with Purdue. We're, we're so, oh, oh, Greggy, I'm sorry. You ticked off, really? Were you ticked off when you were railing Harbaugh with the Big Ten commissioner last week and the fellow coaches asked Jim to leave so you could talk freely? That's how they sound in Jersey right now. Can we talk freely? Can we talk? Talk? Now, if you miss any of my huge opinions on everything, including the Harbaugh situation, our interviews, our hours, our full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.